What's up? It's the Brunch Breakdown. Didi out here in Los Angeles. Chris and Dan are in Pittsburgh. Chris is eating. Gross. Whatever, bro. <laughs> what are you eating? Be, pro- uh, be a professional for crying out loud. God. Dude, I, I eat on, on a lot of our podcasts. Is that a problem? I know, but it was like I'm doing the intro. You know what I mean? I'm like starting the show, and then I just no. look down, and I see you just it's like a, I see your tongue out. I'm like, you, I don't yeah, want usually, that. Usually we get like three minutes until we get the first bite of you. No, 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 no. Chomping it's, away. <laughs> it's, called a, it's called a pattern interrupt. Okay? It's just... It keeps the people guessing because if you're watching video pods, how long can you just see us talking? You, we have to spice it up. You guys should be eating. You guys are the problem. I'm the one doing the right thing. You guys got to find some food. Go find some food. We're going to, you know what? We're going to pause the podcast until you guys find some food. <laughs> Anyways, on the French breakdown today, we're going to be talking about Shohei Otani's insane contract we've got an awesome pick uh, we've got an awesome pick one because we haven't done a pick in a while so i'm really excited about doing this one uh this hilarious chipotle story a girl threw a burrito at a chipotle worker and now she's in trouble and we're gonna talk about that and uh jones soda makes dog soda now it's the brunch breakdown we got it all dan let them know where they can find us (laughs) happy to uh anywhere people anywhere podcasts are available uh, you can find us there. Okay. We've got new episodes that come out every Wednesday. If you're, as long as you're here following or subscribing or whatever they call it, do that thing, hit that button. Okay. And those episodes will come right to you every Wednesday morning. And Hey, while you're there, do us a favor, leave us a review. However you feel five is great. We'd prefer that, but leave us a review whenever you have an opportunity, wherever you listen to podcasts, it goes a long way for us. So we appreciate that. Uh, we've talked about, if you want to see Chris eating, Live on the air, um, you need to look at the video pods. Okay, the full video episodes come out on our YouTube and our Facebook pages, and that those come out. Oh, and there he is, right there. You're missing this gold. This is gold right here. And don't fast forward this because it changes every week, people. It changes every week. You're gonna get something spicy in here, like you are right now. Full video episodes on YouTube and Facebook, noon Eastern, nine a.m. Pacific, every Wednesday as well. But you can watch them on demand anytime you want to watch. After that, we get home from work. Laying in bed with the missus, just pull up the brunch breakdown, boys. We're there. We're there with you. Laying right in bed, snuggling, putting you to sleep, keeping you awake, whatever you'd like us to do. Wherever yeah. we're on social media, too, at Brunch Breakdown, okay? Follow us. We follow you back. All that good stuff. And, of course, we talk music each and every week. We put it into a beautiful little playlist. We call it the Sounds of Brunch. We put it on Spotify every Friday for your enjoyment. Just simply search Sounds of Brunch. I really like the tagline for our show. Uh, brunch breakdown let us talk your wife to sleep <laughs> good lord it's time to get it off our chest chris what you got man uh, i would like to talk about christmas music if that's okay with you guys uh, in okay only if you're ready to celebrate it <laughs> well generally <laughs> generally i do uh i do celebrate christmas music you know there's like a handful of bangers, you know, that like everybody does and Christmas music. We've talked about covers on this podcast before about how, like when you should, when you shouldn't, if you do a cover, what should you do? What shouldn't you do with Christmas music? I think for the most part, I'm like pro cover and like, you don't have to change the song. You could just do the song and I'm good with that. Like for whatever reason, 87 people have done Bing Crosby and I like all 87 of them. Um, but I'm 
I don't know, man. Like we we just have it playing passively in the house pretty much all month in December. We have just Christmas music going. And um, I think I think some artists are getting a little carried away. Okay. I think here's the problem. So many people have covered so many of the same songs that now I think artists are like trying to figure out what they have to do to make you remember their version of like white Christmas, whatever, you know, whatever the song may be. And uh, I was just working the other day and plugging away, doing my thing. And I was like, all of a sudden thinking to myself is, are we playing like yodeling music in the house? Is, is somebody yodeling in the house? I go over, look at the Alexa and it's like, no, it's, it's some artist singing a normal song, but like their way of trying to make that song sound different is like going on vocal runs that are just like, oh, 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 oh like, oh, like, like just too much. Okay. It's too much. And now the more that I've listened to a lot of these Christmas covers that are the classics, especially with like the more uh, modern current artists, they're all doing them, right? You got to get your streams. I appreciate that. I respect that. But like, find a different avenue, okay? Because most of the popular artists can do the, the vocal run thing, okay? But not everybody's Mariah Carey. So like, maybe that's not your lane and maybe we should find something else to like differentiate yourself with your cover. Or my suggestion is like, just be Bing, just be Nat, okay? Just be, be the hits, be Engelbert Humperdinck and don't try to change it, all right? Just be that person with your voice and like, let's cut out the fluff. Let's, let's just like do the song because uh, it started to catch me off guard and uh, I think it's a little too much. Amen. Amen to that, Chris. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And even just to put a little icing on that cake, uh, don't think that you're going to write a, an original Christmas song that's going to like stand the test of time with these other ones. Okay. We're fine. We're fine with the, with the classics. They're all fantastic. You can just do that. Okay. We don't need to get original with our Christmas music and keep coming out with new versions of it because it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. I like original Christmas songs. Oh, I, I don't, Blake I don't Shelton? like, come on. Yeah. Cause that's <laughs> what I'm listening to. Blake Shelton. Good job. <laughs> like that's one. That's one. Like, Dan, like... I've known you for way too long for you to first thing say Blake Shelton. Sorry, Ariana Grande <laughs> has great original Christmas songs. She like, does. Great original Christmas songs. I'm down for people to make original Christmas songs because honestly, it is true. It's like, for the most part, people do Christmas songs because it's like, all right, well, I'm a popular artist. So I'm just going to, so people like my voice. So I'm just going to sing this song. So it's like, I get it. But it's also like kind of annoying because like I don't need another version of this Christmas by anyone else in this world. Like Donny Hathaway's is great. Christina Aguilera's is great. I don't need anybody else. I truly don't need anybody else to sing this Christmas because Chris Brown tried and it should have worked. And this was even I think this was like pre actually like bad boy Chris Brown. But he starts the song off slow and that's trash. The song's not supposed to start slow. Stupid. So, you know, I, I agree with you, but. I'm like, I like original Christmas music, Dan. Well, no. here's my thing. 90% I... of it's 90% of it's bad. Like, Alexa, skip this song. <laughs> That's what ends up happening. I, I would actually rather though the artist do try something original than like do the cover and butcher the cover. 
Yeah, like, that's yeah, back to your I'm original at. point. Back to your original point. Yes, you're yeah. right. You don't need I to would... change those on, those up. Unlike try, other covers, try and fail. Try and fail. Yeah, yeah. Let let's fail. But like, don't don't fail with the classics. Right. I just can't wait to see. Does <laughs> Olivia O'Brien have any Christmas music? Oh, if there's anybody that should be singing about this religious time of year, it is her. So I'll uh, <laughs> I'll go look for that while you guys know what's off your chest. <laughs> Dan, get it off your chest. Uh, well, fellas, almost anything can go viral these days. Literally, almost anything. Some things that are real, some things that are staged, some things that are staged that for some reason people think is real. Like, okay, come on. Um, and food is very popular in trendy topic for social media right is now forever will be food um and in a lot of ways it's great because it helps you discover new places or new dishes you'd want to try and things like that but gentlemen ladies people can we stop making like ridiculously big food items just for them to go viral like a 10 pound burrito as we say on this podcast, for who, for what? A one-foot diameter donut? For who, for what? <laughs> a 36-inch pizza? For who, for what? Like, fun things to see? Yeah, sure. Fun. Okay. But things that anybody needs or should actually order? No, never. And frankly, it's just like lazy. Lazy to make something just extra enormous size for just for this video to go viral for no reason whatsoever because you know what they don't tell you is that five pound burrito costs 49 dollars, <laughs> which you would naturally have to split with other people and it tastes the exact same way as the one pound burrito hey, so and who doesn't why, who doesn't want to split a burrito with other people right right <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that just a great friend activity to do together, splitting a five-pound burrito? Uh, so let's just stop wasting everybody's time and taking extra big food because um, it is, frankly, the last thing that this country needs is more extra large food, anything. Um, how about you challenge yourself to be like, how do we make green beans taste better? Because they don't taste good. And like maybe do it without adding a stick of butter. There's your challenge. Show me that. Paint that picture for me. I don't need the five pound burrito just just for shits and giggles and looks and funs. And oh, look at that. Wow. Like that's where our best minds to be. Best minds need to be focused on. Not a burrito, not a burger with like 16 patties on it that you frankly shouldn't and can't order anyways. So there's your challenge, people. I absolutely love everything that you just said. Um, <laughs> this is actually like kind of a point that I've had on my list of like, at some point I'm going to get this off my chest. So okay. let me piggyback here, Dan, please. Like, I I'm starting to think that like cooking in general is just like not that impressive anymore. <laughs> <I'm fake. laughs> because like you said, Dan, it's like, Oh, like I made this huge, Thing, can you believe it? It's like, yeah, I can believe it because like we can put ingredients together and cook something, but like your green bean example, like, but can we do it in a specific way or can we make something that tastes bad, tastes good that people can't believe? Like 
I'm not impressed that you just like added more dough and sugar and the donut got bigger. Like who cares? (laughs) That's not impressive. I'm not impressed that like the burrito, you just like added more tortilla and put more rice and beans. Like, yeah, you're just putting more in something. I'm not impressed. Yeah. And then like, exactly. Stop wasting food. Yeah, right. Just for the video. Oh, we're going to use a pizza as the, the the bun for this burger. And, you know, we're going to just it's just and it's, what are you doing with it afterwards? No one's ordering that. Yeah. Make the healthy foods. That's what everybody always says. Why do healthy? Why do aren't don't healthy foods taste as good as like foods that are really, really bad for you? Sugar and butter, everything like that. Figure that one out and yeah. get back to me. Uh, I had to look this up while you were talking because I was like, this happened like not long ago. Well, actually, a year ago, exactly. Pizza Hut uh, broke the record for the largest pizza, a 14,000 square foot pizza. They did it in the L.A. Convention Center last year. And like, I'm still just like, why? 14,000? 14,000 square feet. That's and that's, that's that is insane. not a that is not a mistake like I did last week on my stats. <laughs> this is actually, this is it. Yeah, it like literally took up the biggest area of the LA Convention Center and um, 14,000 square feet. My house is like 2,000. Yeah. Yeah, I remember 14, seeing it. It's ridiculous. Square feet. Yeah. Yeah. And I still, and I remember watching it because it was like story on the news, of course. Like you're watching it. It's big, you know, see it online. And I'm like, I still just, why? Yeah. You see it on the news. And then like this time of year, they're also like, but like, let's donate to help feed the homeless. But we're making a 14,000 square foot pizza at a convention center. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. (laughs) What are we doing here? Yeah. And I remember they said like they were donating the food, but I'm like, how good could a mass produce I don't even understand how that you'll you eat that. Yeah, like, I don't even know. No. And who's right. the sucker that has to cut it up? <laughs> how you how you how you what do you cut it up challenge? with? What do you cut, what it, do you up cut with? it up with? Yeah, I do. I, I have no idea. You got to bring in like, you know, like when you're on the highway and they're putting in new lanes, they got like that one thing that flattens like everything a steam out. roller. That's and just yeah, that has like a like cutter on it. Yeah. Like a Zamboni with right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pizza cutters on the back. <laughs> Newest hot take for the brunch breakdown. Cooking. Not that impressive. I love it. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> it's legitimately why I do this podcast for a hot take like that. <laughs> Cooking. Nope. It's not impressive. <laughs> all right guys let me get this off my chest um uh as you guys know i live in southern california uh the weather is usually great here and i love christmas here more than any other place on earth so many people who have never lived in southern california say things like oh doesn't feel like christmas listen went to a christmas event yesterday with the kids okay and <laughs> mind you it's windy okay it's windy right oh but it's 65 <laughs> degrees <laughs> 65 degrees outside yesterday, right? People got like your scarf, dude. People got coats on. I have, you know, the kids have their coats on, no zip, (laughs) but no zip coat. Okay, as soon as all right, so the kids go ahead with Siobhan, and I'm like putting mayhem in the stroller, and I'm behind them, and we're going, we're walking through, and out of nowhere, this lady jumps in front of the stroller and goes. Every kid gets a blanket and hands me a blanket. 
It's 65 degrees outside. And everybody gets a blanket. We left there with three Van Nuys Airport blankets yesterday. And I am (laughs) like, this is hysterical. I love it here so much. I love the holidays here so much. Because imagine, because I was like, imagine doing this. I was like, we're in the way home. I was like, Siobhan, imagine doing this in Boston right now. Imagine (laughs) doing this in Pittsburgh right now. No, we're not doing this. We're just not. Like, it's 65 degrees and windy. (laughs) And they're like, every kid gets a blanket. Oh, my God. She looks so cold. Get her a blanket. Yeah. So just want to let you know. It may you may say it doesn't feel like Christmas. It feels like Christmas and you can do all the things outside (laughs) with blankets. It's great. It's fucking great. If I can offer a point of comparison (laughs) yesterday here in Pittsburgh, it was 60 and windy and kind of rainy. And our neighbor's kids were outside in shorts and T-shirts playing football. So, yep. <laughs> exactly true. Dude, it, it's bad when like my kids were like, um, my kids were like, we don't want jackets on. Why Why do we have these on? And we were like, you know what? I honestly don't know why we have them on either. We just see everybody else with them on. And we're like, I guess we got to have them on too. Yeah, you still be, got a little, you you still got a little East, East, Clo- East Coast blood in them. That's good. That's good. They're going to have some perspective when they're older, I hope. <laughs> yeah, you're one thing, but I can't imagine Siobhan being from, you know, the, like the real Northeast. Oh. Oh. And then they I say mean, you want a blanket when it's closer to 70 than 50. Oh, I would have lo- loved to have heard her rea- immediate reaction to that. She See, it's funny because like even because most of the time, like cause Siobhan, she's been here for like almost 20 years. I've been here for nine. So like I have, you know, my 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 body temperatures changed a bit, but like not yeah. that much that I'm like, okay, perspective here, 65 sun's out. It's windy. Let's chill guys. And it's kind of <laughs> the same thing with her where it's like, it gets to a point where you're like, well, these people are a little, this is a lot. This is a lot. <laughs> like, but you know, in 20 years, maybe I'll be that way too. I have no idea, but every kid gets a blanket 65 and windy. Just incredible. Wow. <laughs> Well, that was good off our chest. Now let's talk beer, guys. And I'll keep it going because mine's simple. Um, It's an oldie, but a goodie. Last night, big night, in-season tournament. Lakers won it last night. Then there was a boxing match right after that. I got Wingstop, of course. And my favorite, Ballast Point, Grapefruit Sculpin. Just the best. Love it so much. Hadn't had in a while. So just wanted to uh, give a shout out to that. That's what I was sipping on this week. Boys, Christopher, what you got? Um, I have not had a beer this week because uh, per use, a little sick here in the Gates household, uh, but I have another <laughs> one. <laughs> I have another one to report from uh, our trip over Thanksgiving to Wisconsin. So <laughs> Dan, Dan really liked classic, classic, classic. But yeah, so I mentioned last week how I chugged a Deuce Juicy on my way to Lambeau Field, and that was a magical experience. But then when uh, I was at a bar outside of Lambeau Field, I had this Guava Juice IPA from Still Mank Brewing in Green Bay, Wisconsin. I have a picture of it. Ooh, let's go. Hey. What's that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but it's like, it was, it was from what I remember, and again, this is post-Deuce Juicy, uh, it was like... <laughs> Another juicy uh, IPA, but it was like 
like malt like there was a little bit of malt maltness maltiness at the same time so it was definitely after <laughs> i mean anything's going to taste different after you chug a double ipa but um it was definitely like a, a much different taste experience because the the deuce juicy was just like very very flavorful all the tropical fruits this one was uh a little bit different but i liked it a lot and i was glad that i was able to have a beer from green bay wisconsin when i was in green bay mm -hmm. wisconsin so shout out to still make brewing um and lambeau field oh man they have they also have a pineapple guava it's called the pen of fire mm. Ooh, ooh, let's oh go didi you're going to wisconsin i mean i need you <laughs> to tell your people to bring it to you and then when i'm home more than likely in the spring of this year uh i, I need that in your fridge all so. right See what I can do. Yeah. I will effort with uh, my native people. Please do. And Giannis. I like it. Or just have it set up for when we do the Brunch Breakdown Stadium tour. Right. Oh. We're going around. And, and I mean, right there. We need, a, we need a brewery sponsor at every stop we go. And we'll be, we have to go to Lambo. Like we have to go. Chris, you got to go back. Like that. Like it. Um, <laughs> uh, for me this week, since we're recording quite early in the morning, I'll tell you about a beer <laughs> that I had over the weekend um, at Aslan uh, Beer Company, which based out of Alexandria, Virginia, but uh, has a tap room in Pittsburgh. And I had the Durango Doug. And the Durango Doug is a sour ale that they brewed with raspberry, blackberry, strawberry, hazelnut, maple, and you betcha, marshmallow. The return of marshmallow on Brews Day. Let's go. Uh, ladies and ge gentlemen. And I mean, this is a classic brunch beer because what you, you you heard everything i was rattling off there and all of a sudden boom maple and hazelnut how you doing uh that's got breakfast written all over it and brunch written all over it and it, it was just that now i did get mostly you know raspberries and the sourness from the raspberries um and it's a very smooth maple it works it works gentlemen it doesn't seem like it would but it works and the hazelnut just enough to kind of balance it all out. Um, didn't quite get the marshmallow though. Now the palate might have been a little, little off, um, but nevertheless, the Durango Doug from Aslan Beer Company, wonderful, a wonderful beer, and very suitable for the brunch breakdown. Yeah, you, you just know, need to you need to refresh that marshmallow palate. You know, I think that's what it is. It's just been too long. I need it. I need it back. Reset. You know, it sounded like you were talking about coffee. Everything in those ingredients <laughs> that you mentioned were like, this is just like a, this is a coffee. So I get yeah. why you're talking about. I, I That's my taste buds are really, are really dancing. Oh, yeah. Right now. Oh, yeah. That's what they were doing. It's, it's a wonderful beer. Wonderful beer. Nice. <laughs> well, that was Brews Day. Gentlemen, cheers. Cheers. Here in this cheers. morning. All right. Well, let's get into the main menu. All right. First thing, biggest story in the sports world. We love sports here. Uh, Shohei Otani signed a $700 million contract with the Dodgers. Who? Who? <laughs> $700 million for 10 years. $70 million a year. And it doesn't matter what he does from now on. <laughs> he just has to show up for 10 years. And get seven hundred million dollars, guys. Feelings, thoughts. Shocked, stunned. 
uh, beyond any number that had been thrown out prior to, right? I mean, this is absolutely insane when you think about what this man is going to make. Um, and credit to his agent because he went in there saying, this is a one of the best starting pitchers in the in all of baseball and one of the best hitters in all of baseball. So he will be paid a salary for each of them combined. And that is exactly what he's getting uh, from. Uh, I mean, the rich getting richer, you know, it's, it's Yankees, Dodgers, Red Sox, right? It's always that crew. So it's not no surprise. He's going to any of them. I am thrilled. He's not going to the Yankees and they weren't really, you know, in the final list. Um, but wow. I mean, wow. That's, I saw a statistic that's gone around um, Pittsburgh, especially that the Pittsburgh Pirates payroll was $717 million over the last 10 years combined. <laughs> what well, last year, wasn't it like 50 something and he's making 70 a year? Yes. So he's made more than the entire team had in the past 10 years and probably or almost as much and will probably be pretty close to the next 10 years, just a one man team. Um, and he's just one player for the Dodgers. Uh, unbelievable. My first two thoughts were uh, parents. If you're raising your kids to play sports, put them in baseball. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's number one. If you're doing any sport with a salary cap, you're doing your kids uh, a, a, an injustice. Uh, and then the second was like, but who's like, wh how is baseball have, how are they making all this money? Who's watching it? How do they, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like who, I cannot tell you the last time I watched a baseball game, like a whole baseball game. So how is there so much money to pay one player this, like, I, I don't get like maybe cities that have good baseball teams. They watch hundred plus baseball games a year. Like who's advertising in baseball? What? <laughs> I don't, I, I seriously don't get where the money comes from because who's, I don't know. It's just so boring. Like who's, who's sitting through all of the baseball game to watch all the ads and a hundred, I guess like there's a lot of games. So there's a lot of ads, but like no one's watching them. Dude. I thought that too when I saw it, but then it's like you just have all these big investment firms and these people. I forget. There's a big investment group that bought the Dodgers recently and or bought a big share of the Dodgers. That's why they have all this money now. And then there's television deals and stuff. I just I don't know. And I get I'm, I'm in L.A. It's you know, there's more people, TVs, all that. But still. I, Shohei Otani played in Anaheim with the angels and he was incredible out there and nobody cared. Like people will care more now because it's the Dodgers, but $700 million is just, I'm like, that's a lot of money. A lot, a lot, a lot of money. I don't know. I like, but I'm with you. I'm just like, how does ba baseball do it? I, I don't know. Like this, this, I can't imagine what the second highest offer was. Right. It had to be significantly below that and not nearly for 10 years. Right. And I guess that's part of it is that you're just going to pay the man 
over 10 years rather than a ridiculous, you know, 600 million over seven, eight years. How old is he? Do you know? Uh, somebody looks at the question. How old is he? Um, this this screams of like a Bobby Bonilla buyout near the end of it. Yeah, right, right. Um, twenty nine. Holy shit! It's definitely gonna be that. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. No way. He's already falling apart. They don't even know how he's gonna pitch. He's he's not not pitching next next year. Yeah, he's not gonna pitch next year. I didn't know he's that old. I thought he was like 25, 26, 29. Dude, I, honestly, I thought so too. <laughs> That's insane. What's I wonder, do we uh, he's got to deal with New Balance too. I mean, this dude is this is on the field money. What's he going to make off the field? Yeah, I mean, that's right? he's an international he's an international legend. Like he's yeah. a legend. So like it dude is paid. Like one of the reasons why everyone kind of knew it was going to be like the Dodgers more than likely is because the flights back to where is he from japan are shorter from the west coast than they are from the east coast it was like he was never looking there and that's what people said like during the season this year it was like it's dodgers it's he's like it's dodgers or just back to the angels they're like it's it's not he's not moving yeah they kept talking about toronto it was like one of the final three (laughs) or like sure international city all that i mean it would have been kind of cool for baseball right that'd have been good for baseball this is not this is not good for baseball. <laughs> it's not. Him having an endorsement deal with New Balance is one of the oldest things I've heard about baseball. <laughs> That's like the official brand of dad shoes. And I get they I get they have cleats in baseball. Just with every fact I learn about baseball, I I have more disrespect for it. But good for him. <laughs> Who else? Who else is uh, Kawhi Leonard has a deal with New Balance, and he's like the most boring. He should be a baseball player. Kawhi Leonard's <laughs> like should be a baseball player. He's so boring. <laughs> and but they have don't they have Jack Harlow too? Oh uh, yeah. So like, <laughs> it's the weirdest company. <laughs> They're like, who's somebody young and hip? We need somebody young and hip. We gotta get somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like he's good. he's going to make more than LeBron will on just what you will earn in your career for the sport. Not oh, yeah. thinking, not no those none of those outside contracts in LeBron's entire career, twenty plus years. In ten years, he's going to make more than that. Dude. Excuse me, I don't understand it. It's it's wild, and the Pirates' opening day payroll last year was seventy five million. There are two teams last year that didn't have over $70 million payroll. And I can remember years where the Pirates payroll was like 57. Oh, yeah. It's that's yeah. just wasn't that long ago. God. <laughs> it's a Good stupid Lord. amount of money. Uh, stupid amount of money. Like, do we think that will ever be broken? Is it possible for that? Because I guess that's the fascinating part here. Like what Dan said, he pitches, he hits, and his agent was like, give them both. And they gave it to him. Because that's just, I don't even see that being possible. I, especially yeah, because it would have to be baseball, right? To to Chris's point with like a salary yeah, cap, unless be. that, unless that, because like even that kid at Colorado. I mean, first of all, nobody in the NFL should or would ever play both sides of the field, right? Yeah. Not in the NFL. In college, sure, you can get away with it. You can't get away with that in the NFL. But even so, it would come nowhere near that 
um, because of restrictions and salary. So it would have to be baseball. There's no way, right? There's no way that this that this could be broken. I I, I hope not. At least maybe maybe in maybe in soccer, maybe mm. soccer would be the only sport transfer Jeez. fees and all that. Like it's a bank transaction. I don't know. Good lord. Well, shouts to Shohei. Send us a loan. Yeah. <laughs> Give us some money. Or some sneakers. Good lord. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into our pick. We haven't done a pick one in a minute, and I want to do one. I'm very excited. Chris, you sent this to the brunch breakdown Instagram. Uh, pick a pill. Pans in town gave this up. Waiting on Chris to put this up. Can finish eating and get this on. Oh, just <laughs> on the board. Just relax. Jesus Christ, this guy. You just get it up there. Here we go. Pick a pill. Free concerts for your whole life. Free merch for your whole life. Bring back a band that is split, and listen to every record before its release. Pick a pill, fellas. Pick a pill. That is a weird picture of Taylor Swift down there at the bottom. It's for on Time Magazine, Person of the Year. I know. I know but it was such a weird picture. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. good. I'm gonna let you guys go first on this one. Okay. Okay. Um, this is extremely difficult. This might be one of the most difficult picks we've ever had. Um, I have gone back and forth in this many, 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 many times. Um I thought about bringing back a band that has split, but hmm. I think, but like my chemical romance would have been that band. They're back together. So I'm okay. I'm good. Blink 182, the OG. They're back together. Those are the big ones. They're back together. Um, so and listen to every record before it's released. That's fine. Um, probably not my pick. So it led me down to blue and red. Blue being free concerts for your whole life. Red being free merch your whole life. Um, and this was tougher than I thought because, gentlemen, and Didi, as we talked about a few weeks ago, oftentimes band merch or artist merch is more expensive than the ticket itself. <laughs> so you got to think value here. Long-term value, right? Long-term value. Um, but who am I kidding? You know who I am. Steel City Dan. I'm going to far more concerts. I'm paying for far more concerts right now. And if you offered free, I'd still be going. I'd still be going. I don't think that's as I age in years and get older and become a parent, et cetera, et cetera. Like with the number of concerts I go to every year go down. Yeah, certainly. But I'm still going to be going. I'll still be going. So even at this point in my life, I still I think I'm going to go free concerts for your whole life because that's just who I am, baby. That's just who I am. You know, I landed free concerts for your whole life also because like, you know, who wants I don't want to pay for concert tickets. I just don't. I don't want to pay for them anymore. I really thought about bringing back a band that split, but then remembered that like bringing back a band that split means they're going to be this age that they are now. So hmm. if the pill was I could go back in time and make a band not split up, then I would be in because okay. like, why did B2K split up? <laughs> why why guys we all knew omarion was the star let's not get jealous let's not do that let's just stay together what are we doing here guys but it's free concerts for life 
for me because I, I don't want to pay for concert tickets. I love concerts. I won't pay for them. And mm-hmm. free concerts for my whole life. Yeah, for sure. That makes sense. Yeah, I think one of our future episodes should be a deep dive into why B2K broke up, but we can save that <laughs> for next year. That's right. Um, 2024, big things popping. Steel City Dan loves concerts. Uh, Daniel Dudley loves concerts. Chris loves music. Um, I am not as big of a go to concerts fan as I once was. So it wouldn't be concerts for me. Um, I don't really own much, if any, uh, band merch. So that one that was thrown out pretty easily as well. So I landed on uh, the the other two, which is bring back a band that has split or listen to every record before its release. Now, Chris Gates does love albums, as we know, but I don't like need to listen to it first. You know what I mean? Like, what? where does that get me? Who am I bragging to? Nobody cares. Right. <laughs> so I can wait till it releases. So I landed on bring back a band that has split and Didi actually nailed what I was going to say. It's like, I want to add a pill. I want to bring back a band that has split and I want to go back in time to that point and then see them not split and see their trajectory and see where they could have ended up going. Um, There's a lot of bands that I love from like the early 2000s era that either split broke up and never got back together or did like the on again, off again, on again, off again thing. And like still kind of play shows now, but like not, not consistently. And um, I would love to like recreate some of the trajectories of those bands that I loved. Um, But that's what I landed on was bring back a band that has split because not like, I don't know. There's, I mean, everybody, you guys know, I love pop punk. There's so many of like those drive through records bands that I loved that didn't really make it. Um, and they've like, within the last five years, some of them have kind of come back and played shows like Alistair and homegrown and, and bands like that. But um, I love those guys. And I would have loved to see them keep it going and see where they could have been. Cause some of those bands that never survived, I thought were better than the ones that actually made it huge and big, not necessarily blink, but like, I felt like they were up there with the newfound glories, but they just didn't have the staying power. Uh, I just Danity want to point Kane. out to uh, Danny. Oh my! Oh, yeah, another ooh, one of those okay. classic drive-through records bands. Like, that, uh... Okay, <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Like Danny came. Like why, man? Like See, this what, is what, how what happened? You last know? week, last week I joked that we have a Substack, but like this is how we create a Patreon: <laughs> is we do spoken histories of things from twenty years ago. And people have to pay and subscribe to get our spoken histories on what happened to Danity Kane, what happened to B2K. Like, that's our avenue, I think. Wow. I like it. I like yeah, it. I like the I like the kind of the approach that you took with not just bringing a band back that has uh, split, but going back to that moment in time and changing almost the course of history of what, what would have happened to them. Uh, I, and I will note to... Many of the listeners uh, probably screaming for it right now. Uh, the reason Chris didn't mention the Skunk Eleven is like technically the Skunk Eleven never really formally split. <laughs> so, but again, going back in time, that could have could have set us off to to more sites. You never know. You it's never a, know. To be a, continued. It's a great point, Dan. And like when you have eleven members, and then the amount of members changes, who's to say whether the band still exists or not? Exactly. Exactly. It existed uh, with look- every amount of members from like four to eleven. Yeah, right. 
right. Although I will say, um, next year, 20 year anniversary of the skunk 11. So just saying, wow. Just saying it. Yeah. Did that just hit you hard? We're going to have to gonna call up our saxophone section again. Let's go. Come on, everybody. <laughs> get your horn. Get it going. Hey, that music is back. Um, but yeah, this was, this was, this was tough. Um, I'm just happy to have any of these pills. Honestly, <laughs> Dan loves pills. That's at the end of the day. Cook, cooking is overrated and Dan loves pills. Welcome to the brunch breakdown, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, oh, man. All right. Well, let's get into another topic we got here. Uh, the uh, This amazing Chipotle story. So this crazy woman uh, having a day, apparently. Her Chipotle was wrong. And she threw her burrito at a Chipotle worker. Why? Uh, no idea. Um, lost her mind. So, of course, that is considered assault. So, she <laughs> has to go to court. Classic. Just <laughs> to go to court. Classic assault. And the judge sentences her to. She has, like, I guess she had, like, she could have got, like, two years or something like that. And the judge sentenced her to 60 days in jail. And she has to work so many hours in a fast food restaurant. No word if it's Chipotle yet, but a lot of people on the internet are like dying to find out where it is so they can throw stuff at her. Like I've, I'm kind of scared for her. I think the judge set her up because once this goes <laughs> viral, people are going to be making trips to wherever she's at. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not going to be good, but mm -hmm. This story, uh, hilarious. I love the judge did this. I think it might backfire on him, but um, yeah. What do you think? Yeah, this had fire in the hole written all over it to me. <laughs> Remember those videos from back in the day? Go through the drive-thru, make your order, and then when you get there, they open the window, and you just throw it right back at them. Because normally, yep. I think it was like you order a milkshake or something like that, mm -hmm. and then you mm -hmm. throw, it, throw it back. Yeah. yeah. This lady's going to... She better be praying for no milkshakes at whatever restaurant she works at. <laughs> and yeah. she like, it shouldn't be a Chipotle. It should be, you know, like Long John Silver's or something like that. <laughs> ah, you know what I mean? Like, I got you. The bottom of the chain. It really should be. And she should, she deserves everything coming to her way. A couple of fires in the hole. And as I said to you boys, uh, the least surprising thing about this uh, story is that it occurred in Ohio and we've got wonderful friends and family in Ohio. Uh, our apologies, but not because that's the least surprising thing uh, about this and Northeast Ohio uh, of all places. So those people, those listeners right now, maybe you can get on the action because I'd be tempted if this was in my hometown, I'd be tempted to find out where this lady works and give her a little, you know, a little piece of my mind and show her what, uh, how it feels. Did it say where exactly in Northeast Ohio, Dan? Parma, Parma, Ohio. Parma, okay. All right. I just had like we spent some time You're in like, Northeast Ohio. I was gonna make some guesses, but Parma. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone within two hours of wherever she works is going there. Maybe even three. Like That's, that cat. That that includes Dan and I. I we're, we're within right like two. I'm aware. I'm just like <laughs> assignment. Anyone within. Two to three out. It's this is this the story's continuing, one hundred percent. The story's yeah, not over yeah. yet, guys. And I saw it even on they, they talked about this story on Saturday Night Live over the weekend, <laughs> and the joke was that like 
uh, you know, fast food. Um, a lot of people work there, but for other people, it's their jail. <laughs> like <laughs> fast food, other people's jail. <laughs> and the bad thing about this is like Chipotle didn't even like reach out to this poor girl who got the f- food thrown back at her. Like oh, they God. never reached out to her. She ended up quitting that Chipotle because they gave her like no support whatsoever. Not even like really checking in on her. Um, and I, she wasn't, she wasn't thrilled with the sentence because, uh, like you mentioned, Didi, she's only, um, sentenced to work a certain number of hours per week, like 20 hours per week in a fast food restaurant. And this girl's like, I'm working 60 to 70 in a fast food restaurant. This, this is, this isn't enough. That's not, it's not enough. It needs to be a little heavier for her. Okay. Yeah. Should fast food, should should it be jail? I feel like <laughs> I didn't think about that, but now I'm like, wait, that's the wrong message to send. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, now I ah. Especially judge. like Chipotle's like nice, right? You see yeah, the, it's the Chipotle casual. TV commercials. They're back there, fresh making guac and stuff. Seems like a fun environment, except when somebody throws something at you. But otherwise, seems like an okay time. You know, the sizzle of the grill. <laughs> Those commercials aren't for careers at Chipotle, but like Dan's all about it. <laughs> Those commercials right. yes, it's are not. for the food, but Dan's like, I really <laughs> love the work environment there. They're, they're like literally nice shit. <laughs> and a great training program. You work your way up the ladder. <laughs> they're just showing yeah. fresh ingredients. That's all they're showing in those commercials. <laughs> They're just like we come in at six a.m. and we make the buy this make this by hand. Blah blah. blah. And Dan's yeah. like, I like that. I'll be <laughs> in down. at five thirty. Let's go. Yeah, they like, make no, cooking send her look to the impressive. Place. Yes, right. Send her to the place where everything's frozen. Send her there. Send her there. Yeah. <laughs> um, have you guys ever been that mad at a fast food restaurant that you felt like you needed to throw your food back? Maybe you got home. Maybe whatever you're like, I wish I could have thrown this at my employee. Have you ever been that bad? You had that bad of a fast food experience? No, I value food too much to throw it at another human. I want to throw it in my mouth. Yeah. I'm more angry when like something's left out <clears throat> of my order and I don't notice okay. it until I get home. I okay. trusted them. Yeah. That's when I'm angry when I've paid for something and it's not there. Um, but no, never to the, I guess, to the point of, uh, toss something behind the counter that's that's an aggressive move and how could you get mad at chipotle because you see what they're doing that's a great point you're there you're you're the quarterback of that order right there you're, yeah. you're walking them down the line like if they put like the you see them put the salsa on you see them put the cheese on like you're watching them every step of the way the only thing think i can the- think is like sometimes they they're a little bit they're a little bit too conservative with like the rice and stuff you know yeah okay you think that's what it was you think it was quantity and not the i was gonna say is there an ingredient that set her over the edge you think it was just general this this isn't enough for an eight dollar burrito the size of chipotle's burritos have shrunk over time as the price has gone up i I will say that it's not worth throwing the burrito at the employee but like the size of the rice scoop when Chipotle became a thing when we were in college, as compared to like the little just like dip of the spoon that they do now on the rice, 
And then you, I, I'm a double rice. I always ask for double rice. And now they're like, they, they used to give it to you. And now they're like, okay, well, you're going to have to pay extra for it. Like I, I get mm -hmm. some of that, but again, just don't throw it back at them. Then you get no rice. So you think this was chicken discrimination? Could be. Hmm. What's a harsher penalty? She has to work two months at a fast food chain or she can never have Chipotle ever again. Ban working... from Chipotle nationwide. There's other Chipotle or there, there's other burrito places. I think having to work at that's a fast true. food place, that's that sounds worse to me. Well, let's put it this way. What's worse, having to have a judge tell you you have to work in a fast food restaurant or just getting a little bit less chicken? <laughs> they should make her work at Moe's. That too. And so every time, welcome to Moe's. And she's got to be, <laughs> you know, act like when you say welcome to Moe's, act like you're working at Chipotle, but you know you're not. <laughs> like have that sort of enthusiasm that you work at Chipotle. That should be part of the sentence. <laughs> Welcome to Moe's. <laughs> God. Well, yeah. Moral of the story, kids. Don't throw your burritos at people. Don't throw food at people at fast food restaurants. Otherwise, just don't go to fast food restaurants. I don't know what you're... Just, just don't. Please don't. Like, <laughs> throw throw your food at Waffle House. That's where we throw food. That's where we do this. That's <laughs> where this behavior goes. Is at Waffle House. Acceptable there. The employees are ready for it. That's in their training yeah. guide. Is like, hey, you might get a chair thrown at you. <laughs> be ready. They're ready at Waffle House. If you really want to be tough, go to Waffle House and throw some food, girl. Don't go to Chipotle. <laughs> These people are just trying to get, just trying to work. But Waffle House, they're ready. They stay ready at Waffle House. <laughs> Oh, God, boys. All right. Well, let's get into this last thing. I feel like we can do this pretty quick. Uh, Jones Soda has dog soda. I didn't know this was a thing. I am not a dog person. Hit up at Brunch Breakdown. Please let me know if if this is something that your dog has barked in a certain way and said, I really want your Pepsi. I really want your Sprite. <laughs> well, Jones Soda has five flavors of dog soda now that are on the market Get it for Fido for Christmas. This is dumb. This is so dumb. Dan, you're the you're the one person on here that has like had dogs and might have one again. So go ahead. Explain. Explain this. The explanation is this is don't do this. Don't buy this. This is dumb. This is so stupid. I mean, this is a. It says tired for your free friend who is tired of drinking the same old boring water every day. I've never heard a dog complain about water or like go up to a water bowl, give it a little sniff and just like snarl or like kick it over. Like it's, that's never happened. Dogs love water. Dogs need water. Dogs should have water. Uh, this is to, <laughs> this is a non-carbonated treat uh, flavors of turkey and gravy beef and chicken um to say that to, to just to get started with the with the line there i mean this this is just gross no 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 these sounds like things you should be like marinating meat with instead of giving it to a dog um joan soda shame on you shame on you <laughs> unnecessary unnecessary dogs stick to water yeah, can you read that description again? It's like for your dog. Was it your dog who's what? 
your furry friend who is tired of drinking the same old boring water every day. Okay. So uh, are we trying to like raise the rates of obesity in dogs? Is that what we're doing here? Because like pop is soda is for like for the human who's sick of sick and tired of drinking the same old water again. And we're just like slamming 1500 calories of Dr. Pepper every day and not drinking any water and you get dehydrated and overweight. Can we stop? Can we stop doing this, please? And now, okay, if you give your dog turkey and what 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 is it gravy turkey and gravy turkey and flavored gravy water beef. good luck yeah. getting that dog to drink regular water again like what are we doing <laughs> i don't own dogs but i know that if i was a, like dogs i understand are smart but they're dumber than people okay so if you give the dog the thing that tastes really good and then you try to give it a thing that doesn't have any taste at all the dog's gonna be like i want the thing that tastes good right right okay yep. i had cats yes. growing up we occasionally would give the cat milk from the cereal bowl when we were done drinking uh, when we were done eating cereal and then the cats didn't want to drink water because they just wanted the milk from the cereal bowl okay this is not complicated so then you're going to be a human being that's paying like hundreds of dollars a month on your dog's soda budget what are we doing what are we doing i hate i just i don't know guys i'm not a pet person certainly not a dog person i don't i don't, I don't get the dog stuff I do not. I've been really, and I'll be honest with you, I've been really, really anti-dog ever since this past summer when my kids couldn't play at the splash pad because people brought their dogs to the children's splash pad. Ever since that point in time, I've been really anti-dogs, okay? And so <laughs> I hate this. I hate this and every other dog topic we're going to bring up on this podcast. I, I just, I would... Oh my god, that would infuriate me. I would have probably, I probably would have got arrested for throwing burritos at people. Splash <laughs> <laughs> <Slash> pad. <laughs> like, it was awful. Good god. But yeah, it's like when people say they're like, oh yeah, like you know, there's those like memes on the internet that are like your dog looks like you or like your dog whatever. And I think because we are so fat as a country, I think people just want their dogs to look more like them. Maybe they're like, nah, that dog's. I like this dog, but it's a little too skinny. Let's beef it up with some Jones soda. Yeah. And you think your dog, like to your point, Chris, your dog is, dogs are not sick and tired of water, but if you start giving them Jones soda, they're going to only want that. That's turkey and gravy, beef, chicken flavored. There's a, dogs historically don't have great breath anyways. Imagine what this is going to do. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, worry about the food intake for your dog. That's where the choice needs to be made not not the liquid enhancement come on come on joan soda i mean stick to the humans man i'm like what are you doing yeah i just i don't know and make green beans that... taste better jones give me that elixir <laughs> you know <laughs> full it, circle <laughs> it always comes full circle because that is true why are we making dog soda when we could be making something else and I'm not saying everything has to help the world. Sure. <laughs> Why are we making dog soda? Why is someone anything else? <laughs> <laughs> there are starving people in this world, and we're giving out dog soda and blankets to kids when it's 65 degrees outside. Like, yeah. <clears throat> this is a sad, sad society, boys. <laughs> <laughs> we've we've outlined how sad society is 
throw the 14,000 square foot pizza into this too. Like this has been a rough yeah. episode. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like we are all people who have spent think time planning projects out for long periods of time. So just think about how long, like this started with someone coming in and saying, let's have dog soda. And then they were like, figure it out. So then a team got together and they were like, let's make a prototype. And then someone was like, I think we could make this happen. And then manufacturing plants and all these things. This goes on for a long period of time before this comes. They, they have to test it on animals. They have to do all these things to make this thing work. I, just so many hours and money and time spent on this one thing. And I'm like, you could have done so many things other than this. <laughs> Some poor, person in that, some poor person in that boardroom in that meeting was just like, this is a no from me, dog. Like, no. <laughs> and they just had to sit there and deal with it. Oh, God. Wow. Well, let's get into music, boys. <laughs> I love how Didi thought that that was going to go quickly. No, no way that was going quickly. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was. There's no way. <laughs> Too much to unpack there. <laughs> God, let's get into music. My goodness. Chris, what are you listening to, man? Well, guys, I have really good music. Uh, good news. Really good. We'll find out if it's good music. I have really good news. Olivia O'Brien does have a Christmas song. Amazing. Um, it's called It's Christmas Time. And I've never listened to this. We're going to listen to it together. It was released in 2021. I'll just read the first few lyrics for you. Uh, always dread December and the holidays. All my spirits gone away. It doesn't even snow, just rains when I see the stockings on the fireplace. I don't hear the sleigh bells ringing. No, I don't hear the angels singing. Yeah, this year it's different. I want to feel like a kid again, so I'll stop being bitter and smile. Who cares anyway? It's Christmas time. Dude, that is so Olivia O'Brien. I want to listen to that song <laughs> right now and just end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's the playlist. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> It's just Olivia O'Brien 12 times. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Uh, what I got. So uh, Taylor Swift was named as the time person of the year. So I am going to put famous by Kanye West on the play playlist. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, boys, our girl. Beba Doobie. She released hey. she released her live in L.A. album this past week, uh, which allowed me to kind of relive seeing her in concert earlier this summer in August. And now you all get to kind of live through that experience and, and, and listen to her live. She's absolutely tremendous live. There's a whole nother level to Beba Doobie when you hear her live and you'll be able to enjoy the full set. Uh, I'll probably throw the way things go on there uh when you have the crowd participation was more of an acoustic version of it uh it's just tremendous so the whole thing bb doobie live in la the way things go love it dan good pick dude same uh my second one <clears throat> i have not listened to this song yet but it's seasonal and i already got one christmas song on here so let's do another uh one of my favorite ska bands millington put out you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. I assume this is a cover of that song, <laughs> which fits well because we've been talking about Christmas covers. So we'll give it a try. All right. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. 
the 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 original version to my knowledge as i'm thinking about it did not have a horn section so we're going to get to experience this together <laughs> uh christopher two things if you need a workout song this one is it leave me alone fred again and baby keen and the reason why i'm pointing this out is cuz chris i saw you post on instagram you explaining why you bought a workout bench to somebody who said, why are you buying this thing? Mm. Next time that happens, you tell them, because I want to, dumbass. <laughs> like, leave me alone. Put that on the playlist. Fred again, baby Keem. Like, I was just so annoyed. You wrote, you said so many words, and you could have just said, hey, because I can afford it. Can you? Leave me alone. Out of here. <laughs> Stop it. Anyways, put that on the playlist. Thank, thank you for that helpful resource. You're welcome. That's great. You're welcome. That's great. Uh, next one for me, uh, guys, the Killers put out a Greatest Hits album, which might seem like crazy, but no. just like the Skunk 11, the Killers are celebrating their 20-year <laughs> anniversary next year. <laughs> just uh, like the Skunk 11. <laughs> one in the same, boys. Just similar like paths. It. Similar paths. Love, uh, like love those boys. Hey, your Vegas. songs have been played at weddings. True. <laughs> that was not that I was mean, not plural. When you when you think of white people anthems, you think of the killers and you think of the skunk eleven. Um <laughs> hand in hand. Uh so they put out a greatest hits album called Rebel Diamonds. Uh and they put a new single on the the very uh end of it called Spirit. Um it's not nearly as good as their greatest hits. It won't make their second greatest hits album, I can tell you that. Uh but it's 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 great. Uh it's great hearing new music from the Killers and it kind of allows you to go back and think, wow, this band has put out a lot of music and a lot of great music. So, um I'll probably throw that uh single on the list but enjoy uh, Rebel Diamonds in the 20 year perspective of the Killers. Nice. nice. Uh, my last one is another ska band. We are the union. They put out a live version of their song better home. And I wanted to put it on the playlist this week because a lot of live versions of ska songs are like kind of rough around the edges. It's tough for even the best ska bands to have like all the vocals match and, and be on point And then like all the horns be on point and match just because of how difficult it is to sing and play an instrument and do all that stuff at the same time. Uh, but I was just like really impressed about how on point the vocals and the horns were throughout the live version of this song. I've never seen them play live before. So it was cool to hear them be as crisp as they are in this song. That is true. Dude, yeah. Live versions, even when eh, hit or miss always, I feel like that's for like anyone putting out live music so yeah yeah all right so 42 uh diplo maren morris put out a new single and uh this song's really good i'm a big fan i love maren morris i love diplo i just i it, the the odds of me not liking the song were very low so like <laughs> i knew i was gonna like this <laughs> and it's really good so 42 diplo and, and maren morris this is a uh put this on your new year's eve playlist it's gonna get played a lot Ooh, yeah Ooh, good call there Good call there. Um, all right. Last one for me. Tate McRae put out a new album. Think uh think later. Uh it's fantastic. Um, it 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 really is. Um it, like the distinct sound of her voice is something you just can't get over. You can't. And um, and what she's able to do vocally, and there's different styles 
uh, kind of throughout this album, um, which it makes it even better. Um, so there's a number of songs I could put on there. Uh, Run for the Hills, uh, Stay Done, you know, I'll pick something, put it on there. But check out the whole album uh, from Tate McRae. Nice. Well, guess what, boys? That is The Sounds of Brunch. Make sure you check out the playlist every time that me and Chris send Dan the songs. Dan yeah. will put them up there. <laughs> Two weeks of music. Check it out on Spotify. Tell Alexa, tell Siri to play The Sounds of Brunch. All right, boys, any final thoughts today on a jam-packed brunch breakdown? We fit a lot in today. I'm, I'm proud of us. Yeah. Chris, you left us, left us with one of the strongest takes of all. Man, I mean, cooking is not that hard. Is fair. It will go down in history as one of the greatest lines. Um, yeah. and and you know, and, and we're here to bring back Danity Kane. That's that's the yeah. other thing today is we're here. Maybe we can get them on a maybe we can get them on a future episode interview. That'd be great. Yeah, tune in next week to find out about our exclusive Patreon series, the spoken history of Danity Kane. Uh, spoken by the one and only Daniel Dudley. He will be doing hours of research this week to get you to the bottom of it. What happened? And that's the brunch breakdown. We're out.